Hi, I'm Mike Mason and I'm with Legends of Tabletop. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we have a special uh, demo slash play test tonight of uh, Burning Games' new uh, uh, RPG that's coming to Kickstarter. It's called Dragons Conquer America. It's a uh, it's pretty interesting setting. It's got a card-based mechanic. Uh, it's set in, you know, like the, the age of colonization, like 1600. Um, you could play Spaniards. You could play uh, the you know indigenous populations of you know South America and, and the areas all through there. Uh, and there's dragons, which is pretty cool. Uh, and there's the the, uh, the the new world dragons are pretty pretty baller, very colorful. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. The arts the arts really nice. Uh, you can find this on their website. It's burninggames.com, I believe. I don't have it pulled up, um, but you can get the the playtest version for free on um, Drive Through RPG right now. Uh, there, I think it's going to be like a living campaign. Uh, so you can get in on that. You can uh, submit your results to them, and it will shape the way that the uh, initial two books are written or, I guess, have some effect on it because I guess theoretically they're already written, but the campaign aspects of it. Uh, so we have Kevin. Uh, Emmis in our Rogue Trader game is going to be running for us tonight. So I'll kick it over to him and uh, see what happens. Okay, thank you. So like John said, you are some background you are part of a band of mercenaries so you're kind of free agents you're not allied with the spaniards but you're also not allied with the native populations <clears throat> you've been hearing rumors about a temple that i guess is dedicated to the new world dragons and in that temple there is a legend of a giant jewel so the mercenary group you were a part of, there was some dissension, and you three ended up getting a bit of information and were going to strike out on your own after there was after the dissension in the ranks. So you kind of had a head start from the information you have on the rest of your former mercenary group so you are trying to go and discover this temple and to actually see if there are this rumored jewel giant treasure is actually true so that's kind of the setting where we start right now so it's just the three of you who then split off and are kind of searching you've got some information from a map that was found by the mercenary group and one of your one of the previous people you were with in the group had a better knowledge of the natives in the local area. So you all decided to split off and try to find it for yourself. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, so if you want to go ahead really quickly, just to name your characters and then we can go ahead and start with the first part. Yeah, sure. I am Sebastian Alonso and I'm your holy man. Catholic holy man. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed that was inferred. 
Uh, I am Maria Milagros Castaneda. I am a young female uh, who is Spanish in culture and a Catholic noble. All right. And this is Joan. I'm playing Sitlali. A uh, culture is Mexica. He's a uh, male adult and a religion is Mesoamerican. He is a peasant. Okay. So we have a nobleman, a holy man, and a native peasant. So that's a pretty good <laughs> cross section of the, like I said, the mercenary groups. Like I said they're pretty much weren't allied with anybody and just kind of catches catch can they're just trying to make some money and you know align with whoever they can at the time for whether you know however the situation holds so you're um you're going through the jungle so you've um you've struck in from the coast and uh so i'm just going to read some of the some of the description here so there's a cacophony of complaining macaws as you step out of the jungle shrubbery and into a heavily wooded slope down the slope, you can see a winding river beyond which there's smoke and thatched houses of an inhabited village. This at least proves part of the legend true. There are indeed people living this deep into the jungle. But the definitive confirmation that you're on the right track is what appears to be beyond this surprising view. Just behind the village, perhaps 600 meters into the woods, the mists mark the silhouette of a building. An ancient pyramid, completely overgrown with moss and vines, engraved with the ancient spirits of the lost peoples, the Kawatli Temple. So the, the temple itself is called the Kawatli Temple. And so you're, you're striking in from the coast, and you actually see a small village down at the bottom, and behind a village is a temple itself. So where do you want to go to first? Would we be expecting hostility from the indigenous peoples, or...? From the the rumors and the legends you have of the temple, there wasn't anything there that said it was, you know, people had visited the temple or had said it was there. There was never anything in these legends or rumors around the temple that, you know, it was hard to get to or there was lots of you know, resistance to it. I mean, there was always legends that there was a village near the temple, but there was never anything that said there was you know, hostile reception or things like that. But obviously okay. that's just, that's just from the legends passed down. Okay. And the person that we were working with, did she uh, say anything specifically like go to the village or go straight to the temple? Were we given any sort of instruction to like, Hey, don't talk to those guys. They're fucked up. Let, you know, just scoot around. No, I think the, the only kind of, information she gave you was there was a village near the temple so there okay. wasn't anything yeah so there wasn't any kind of lead she was giving you one way or the other okay um so you know sit lolly looks you know at his two uh companions as, as we've been sort of thrust together um and he's like well i i don't know that uh they would take kindly to to the spanish uh uh, your your people have have uh, you know decimated the, the you know the interior and 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 I, I'm not I'm not sure that we should we should go into the village maybe maybe we should go straight to to straight over to the you know to the temple. Well, I'm definitely not going into the village because I 
I, I don't want to get my hands dirty. I just want to get here. I just want to get the gold. I just want to be back. I don't want to go through this this muddled village of these care for them. I we just want we just want the treasure, right? We just want to I mean that's that's the most important thing. I mean, what are we even doing here if we're just not going to go straight for that? I mean, I'm sure that that this village of this hall they're not going to be able to even they'll, they'll probably be like, "Oh, Oh, I've heard this and I've heard that, and there'd probably be no use of us, use to us. So why even bother wasting our time? I concur, and perhaps our former compatriots will waste their time down in the village while we explore the ruins for ourselves. That is true. Yes, okay. yes. Let us let us away then. Okay. Okay. Grab in hand. Let's go for it. Okay, so you're going to head towards the temple first, then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so the the village is kind of down at the bottom, and you know there are kind of paths. There's you know there's a the path leading down to the village, and then you know there's another path, kind of through the the woods and the jungle, kind of around the village, kind of eat to either side to the temple itself. So you don't, you know, like you said, you don't have to necessarily go straight to the village to get to the temple. So you can take either one of the the side paths to get to the temple. And just there, so what do we, it's, not a, it's not a matter of which way you go. So you can go to the, you know, the right path or left path. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Other than if there's well, what do they? Lo- no, Sorry, what do they look like between the left and the right? Is one have more? You know, more. Um, does something look more? You know, pleasant. You know, it, it, they're, they're pretty symmetrical. So I mean, it's it's not like it's a complete like laid out grid path of like a city or anything, you know, you're in the jungle, but there isn't anything, like I said, if, for, for this, it would just be a matter of if you guys want to go right or left, there is no kind of, you know, there's no kind of, um, there's no kind of, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. It doesn't matter kind of which way you either go. I guess it's just for, for the story of the, it yourself, which, which way you guys would want to go. Okay. Yes. Yes. To the right. Let's, let's to the right. Okay, how how do you know that to the right is the right way? Because it it says the right, the right is the right way. Right, it's in, it says in the name it's right. <laughs> Have you no sense? I'm, I can't believe I'm stuck with you. Okay, to the right, I guess. Unless unless Saba, you have any qualms about going to the right? No, divine providence favors this route. I agree. Sounds good to me. To the right we go. Lead on. You've navigated the oceans and you can't even decide which path to take. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just, with your simple mind, I think you just picked the right. I don't think you had any calculations whatsoever what side to pick. So, go ahead. He, he kind of like furtively like glances at you and, you know, starts heading down the right path. Okay, so the the path itself is, you know, it's it's wide enough. You don't have to go in any kind of order or anything. So I'm assuming you're just the three of you are just, you know, marching down to the right. Um, like I said, it's wide enough. You don't have to go for a second or third. So I'm assuming you're just going evenly down down the path itself. I think so. Although if we're here to um, sort of ahead of the group we were with, I, I imagine we're sort of keeping fairly discreet uh, with regards to the village, mm-hmm. so sort of spaced out and keeping low to the undergrowth almost. Okay, yeah. So you, there, it's 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 cleared enough so you can see 
you know, around the village and up to the temple. So once you, once you get on the path, it's, you know, it's pretty kind of covered from the village itself. So you don't have to be skulking around, you know, it's, it's clear enough to walk through and see around, but once you start walking down the path, it's kind of sheltered enough that you don't have to be, you know, hiding or going tree to tree to, if you want to stay kind of incognito. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I, I would like to make a check. <laughs> Let's work the system. So he would be keeping an eye out for uh, any coca trees. So okay. if there was, you know, if you saw one even like, you know, uh, you know, five or six yards off the path, he would, you know, duck in and then come back out. Um, okay, what I would say for that check, it would be just a... <clears throat> And a normal check, so there wouldn't be any kind of disadvantage on it. So I would it would just be whatever card you pull. Um, let's see. I think you still it? have to sign a difficulty, yeah, right? So it would be easy. So it would be a that would be since an inanimate object you're looking for. Give me one second. I think that is just a zero because it's easy. Or is that a plus three? Give me one sec. It's a learning game. <laughs> if so you're we're doing a difficulty check, and it's against an inanimate object. So you're searching for a tree. Um, so if the check relates to something inanimate, discard the card from the top of the deck and apply the following following modifier. So you would take you know so you would take a card. So this is a card from the deck, not from in your hand. And I'm assuming you're you know you guys have been so you know. Sit Lolly, I'm assuming you're part native, so yes, I'm assuming this would be an easy check, so this wouldn't be any kind of um modifier on that because you are local, you would know what to look for, and it's you know, it's it's not anything too obscure that you're trying to find. Okay, so my perception skill is three, so I guess I add that to whatever I flip over on the card here. Yeah, so this is one you would take from the card, from the deck itself, yep. um, because yeah, because you're, it's, a, it's not a deck or not a hand one, so. Okay, so it would be a five total. I flipped a two. Okay, so that is in a success. So you find a coca plant, or was it a tree or a bush? I'm not sure. Um, so that is a success, so you can go do what you want to do with that. Okay. So as we're walking along, I'd say it's like, you know, maybe two yards in and he's, you know, looking, presumably he's looking for people coming down the path and he spies it and he's like, Oh, oh hold on one second. And he just like clambers off into the bush. He's making a bunch of noise. Like he was quiet on the path, but then he's like, crack, crack, crack. And nice. you know, he flicks out his knife. You see him like, you know, cuts off like five or six leaves and then ambles back over you know, uh, happily chewing on something. <laughs> are you mad, Sitlali? What are you doing? You're going to give away our position. That's you... what the forest provides for everything that we need. Well, yes, I understand, but we just ate before we left. Do you think that you needed this little whatever this is? Would you tell all your voices, please? It, it's, it's medicinal. For what? You're crazy? Jeez. <laughs> crazy. Oh, let's go. Says 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 the woman in in full plate armor in in, in the jungle. 
That's because of any because of any crazies like you jump out, I'll take care of them. Oh, quick like. Maybe you should go first. You go first. Oh, believe me. I think you should go first. He he pushes you forward. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yes, you you will you will take care of everything. <laughs> she just looks at him, looks at him and just like is ready to just take the butt of her sword and slam it into him, but she thinks otherwise and just turns around quickly and just starts walking. Okay. He watches you walk away. <laughs> he, he waits he waits a couple of beats before he falls in behind you. <laughs> okay, so just John, just uh since we are talking about the mechanics and stuff, so you pulled a five and I pulled a three. So, you know, that's I'm assuming that's the way the check works. You Oh yeah, I think you discard a card from the top of your deck, right? So, so it was a three, then a plus zero. So you had a difference of two. So that was just a normal success. So gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah so cool, cool. So we're going. So Maria's first, sit Lolly second, and Seb's going third now, kind of. Or is it just yeah, yeah? I'll right? Okay, okay. So you're kind of marching down the path. Sit Lolly's done what he needed to do. So you're go ahead and moving along. So. You're about halfway kind of down the path to where you were in between where you were in the temple. And all of a sudden you see a group of squat, muscular men filled with tattoos and ceremonial piercings walking towards you. So they're walking towards you kind of from the temple, the temple way. One of them raises his hand and talks to you in a language you don't recognize at first. So there's three, there's three guard or guards, there's three men coming up towards you they stop they're about 10 feet away and one of them kind of raises his hand for you guys to stop is this a particularly menacing gesture um i'm trying how close we are to the village because i've actually got a sort of an interpret language spell and i'm wondering whether or not i would feel the uh, the urgency to bring it to bear if i'm feeling threatened you're you're closer to the temple than you are the village, but it's not, it's not a great distance. I mean, it's, it would probably be maybe a hundred yards difference from how close you are to the village as you are to the temple. So okay. there's really not that much of a difference in direction. No. So the, the, I guess the menacing part would just be, that, you know, they're all tattooed and pierced. I think that would be the most menacing thing. They're, you know, about 10 feet away. He just kind of raises his hand like he wants to stop, almost like a stop and talk, not a stop and not hostile. You can't yeah, pass yeah. kind of thing. Exactly. So okay. that's that's kind of where he's where he does that. So if we want to save a spell, you can do a knowledge or perception check to understand what he was saying to you. Because he raised his hand and then he kind of spoke, you know, it was a sentence that came out. Mm -hmm. Um what does it have what kind of languages you guys have on your character sheet? Uh, not the trait. No languages here. No. Okay. I, I assume they speak Spanish, which is interesting because then does that mean I also speak Spanish? <laughs> or do you guys speak whatever, uh, you know, Mexico? Mexico language? There's lots of different kind of local dialects. So the fact that you t you three can probably either speak Spanish or Sitlali, whatever um, dialect you speak. So it's pretty common that 
that everybody wouldn't know a bit of Spanish or almost like pigeon, you know, they'd know a bit of Spanish or a couple of the local ones. So the, 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 the language that you got you, that you heard from the guy who raised his hand, it sounds a bit kind of familiar, but you, you know, you're just not placing it. So if we make a knowledge or perception check. So I, the three of you, you know, each of you can, can go ahead and make that check. Okay. Um, again, so it's just a card flip. Yeah, it's the same thing. So it's the same thing you did, John. So it's a card. So if you if you use knowledge or perception, you would take how is it for how many levels you have in that, right? And then you flip that many cards over and take the highest. So for knowledge or perception, I thought for a check it was just one though. Yeah, let me double check that. That's where I got confused because there was a difference between. No, so the PCs involved in a check. So this is a check. Must mm-hmm. dis- discard. So discard from the from the the not your hand from the the deck as many cards as the level of the skill, and then you pick the highest. So oh, okay. knowledge or perception. Perception. Obviously, you would pick the one with the most black marks on the cards, and then you would take that highest one plus your knowledge or perception skill. Oh, so I fucked up that first check then, because <laughs> I only flipped one. Well, you, you, like you said, you'd pick in two, and then, or if however many levels, and just take the higher one. So, yeah. and it was an easy check. You know, you were native, and you were looking for a coca plant, so it wasn't too hard. All right. Well, I I flipped three. My highest is a five of hearts, which is a social, uh, the the social equivalent um, mm-hmm. suit. So, does that mean I flip another card? Well, no. So this is just you take knowledge or perception. Let me see. I'm looking at the character sheet. So, if well, I'm just have, wondering if that's the affinity thing. No, if not for not for the checks. That's when you're. Okay. That's when okay. you're starting. So you would just take three. So if you have a level three in that, you would take three cards and pick the highest, and then yep. add it to whatever the skill you're doing. Also, so you set a five. Is that the highest? I, yeah. So my total is eight. Okay, eight. And then, what about, what about you guys? Maria and Seb? Uh, I flip two, and the highest they can get is a six. But I've also got a joker. I don't know whether or not that's also relevant top, or whether I just take the higher of the two results. I know I've seen it somewhere. You flip, you flip the joker from the deck. Well, I flip two cards, and I've got a three to add to my own three or a joker. Um, See if the joker's anything. Remember, the special wolf result and jokers in a check. Yeah. There you go. If Joker's played at any point from the top of the deck randomly, the character who played a Joker card gains the effect of the Joker for the action performing, dismisses it, and then plays another card. So I guess I get a advantage plus then a six. Okay, and then you play another card, I guess it's saying, right? Yeah, and that's the second card I would have played. So I would have drawn two... Oh, okay, so I would draw another one then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an ace, which is one, so I, I just keep the six then. Okay, so John had a, you said you had an eight? Yes. And then, okay, so Seb had a six, and Maria, what did you get? I, I In perception, I have an eight. Okay, so Maria and Sit Lolly kind of understand a bit that this sounds like the Atlaka language, but it's kind of, so this is... um. This is kind of an older dialect, so you understand it a bit. So with your with your successes, you're able to understand what the what the what the guard is saying. Seb 
kind of gets bits and pieces, you know, you, you kind of understand the, you know, the inflection and maybe some of the words here and there, but it's just not coming together as a coherent, you know, total, total understanding. So for Maria and Sitlali, the guard just raises his hand and just says, we'd like you to come to the village, you know, he doesn't say you must come with the village, but it's kind of, please come, please come with me to the village. He, he he wants us to come to the village. We didn't we didn't want to go to the village. We wanted to go to the temple. <laughs> so Mar- Maria turns back and is like, "The village. I thought I thought we were going to not go to the village, but now these indigenous people want us to go to the village. They don't. Hmm, I don't. I don't think we want to make them mad. Maybe we should. Maybe they have some information. As much as I hate to say it, maybe we should go with them." You, you, you were gonna take care of them, but but now you won't take care of them because <laughs> you're you're scared. Man, what is with your breathing? You need some help. Did, are you sure the coca tree did not help your breathing? Because I mean, it is bending. It's it's very it's it's comforting. It's comforting. Yes, yes, it's comforting. <laughs> it's not comforting to me, is it to you, Seba? I kind of just ignore the conversation as, as I kind of get used to blanking it out. And I gesture to our little group and then towards the temple, indicating our intention to go there. More to test the wars and see the kind of reaction I get than uh, I'm not taking a step towards it. I'm just indicating that's our destination, not the village. So you're and doing, I study, that. Study you're doing that to the group. You're doing that to the group, not yeah. your group. You're the, to, no, to the native to group. The group. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you know, they're all armed, they all have kind of stone spears, but mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're kind of just nonchalantly holding them. So when you're pointing to yourself and pointing towards the temple, um, the main the main guy who raised his hand and talked kind of just waves his arm like, yeah, there first and then over there kind of thing. So he also mm-hmm. kind of just says, not temple, village first. So, you know, obviously Maria and Sitlali would understand that. And you know, so they're armed, but they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're kind of grounded. So they're not, you know, they're not holding them up to bar you or anything. It's more kind of a just, yeah, I understand, but let's go to the village first. Yeah. In which case I kind of growl under my breath and uh, turn back towards the pair of you. What do you want to do then? Well, the they, they have food. They have food in the village. We go to the village. <laughs> You just ate. I mean, really? Can we, we, walk, ju- we walk a lot. You have to eat a lot. No. I, okay. Why? Can I ask you a serious question? Why are you here? Well, we we were we were with with the other group, and 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 then we we were given the map, and we were told we we could go to the temple. We go to the temple. We get the treasure. Okay. So my question is: Do you think that the treasure is food, or do you think it's? <laughs> Actual treasure. No, the treasure is treasure. We use the treasure to to conquer our enemies. And, and, okay. and yeah, but but what do you think the treasure is? Is it? Is it I don't know. Is it dragon? Dragon treasure? Drag eggs or gold? Of course, you would think eggs. Let's go. We might as well go go to the go to the village. Figure out why they want us. Obviously, it's for some information that we need. So we might as well do that because nev- these guys are not going to stop bugging us until we either go or have a confrontation, which I don't want to have because I have a feeling it will not end well for you. 
So we should probably go to the village. <laughs> so he he looks at the other guys. He goes to to the village. To the village. Then. Yes. Okay. So then they, the the guy in the lead kind of just waves his arm. So they walk. I think you're you're closer just to come back the way you were to get to the village. That's the the, the shortest way to get to the village. So he kind of takes the lead. Um, not even the other two with him kind of fall in line. They're not kind of hurting you or not, you know, kind of trying to box you in. They're just all kind of walking casually with the, the, the guy who was talking kind of takes the lead. So like, again, there's enough room for, you know, you guys to walk all abreast if you want to, there doesn't have to be any marching order. And like you said, you don't get the feel from them that you're being herded or you're being watched other than you're some strangers here and they want you to go to the village. So there's not any kind of, you know, they're not poking you with the spears to move you along or anything. So it's all just kind of a walk back to the village. So when you get back to kind of where you first came in, you know, the village kind of looks like other kind of settlements you've seen, other kind of native settlements. So a lot of a lot of villages and stuff you'll see around the area are kind of mishmash of maybe some native kind of setup and maybe a bit of Spanish, you know, kind of Spanish design. But this one kind of looks pretty much all native so there doesn't seem to be any kind of spanish influence on it which makes sense because this is you know from from what you heard previously from your contacts she was telling you that no one had ever gone this far or if they have it's been so long in the past when the rumors started so it looks you know very native village very clean everything looks real well built there's you know an irrigation system down the sides of the village out to the field so there's you know rudimentary irrigation um, you know, some, some local dogs just moving around, you know, in between the huts. They kind of see you, don't, not really growl, but they kind of just give you a look and then walk away. Um, it, it's When you get a bit closer to the village, it, you know, that, that feeling of not seeing any kind of Spanish influence really kind of hits you. So it's a bit jarring that it, it, it does look like it's so native that you've never seen a village that looks this native before, almost like it's kind of trapped in time. You know, it's, it doesn't follow the same design as the, a lot of the native villages that you guys have been through before. So while you guys are kind of looking around, you know, you don't really see too many people out there. Like I said, there's a couple dogs. Um, the only people you see are the three guys with you now. So as you're, you know, kind of looking around, kind of wondering, you know, a, a little bit gnaw about, you know, the way the village looks an elderly, an elderly man comes walking out and kind of stands in front of your path. So an elderly man. And then there's two more guards, I guess, for lack of a better term, one on either side of them. So the, the man in the middle was elderly. Uh, Seb, do you have any kind of, you know, so you said you're a holy man. Do you have any kind of visibly, you know, do you have a big crucifix or are you holding a Bible or anything? Or Yeah, I think I'd have a, um, I would have a Bible on a person, but a, a crucifix would be the most obvious thing and prayer yeah. leads as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like a rosary or something around your neck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So he, you know, he sees that um, and kind of gives you a nod and a smile. Uh, he's simply dressed in just like a simple white tunic with a cloth headdress. So, you know, very kind of peasant, you know, he, he doesn't have any kind of jade jewelry or feathers or anything. He just looks very plainly dressed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, you know, he kind of nods to you. So you kind of get the feeling that he, he, he recognizes another mystic or, you know, holy man kind of thing. So you're getting the feeling from him that he may be a head priest or holy man or something. I see. Um, so he's, I think, completely, he's completely I think dressed it, in white. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think at this point, now we're back in the village and obviously we've been directed this way. Um, if I've picked up that the other two aren't exactly fluent in this tongue, which I, I imagine I have from the brief exchange we have, I think I will cast Word of God now, um, which costs me two of my five spirit. But okay. it means that for the rest of this scene, I can speak a foreign language uh, uh, unless I need to know what the language is before I cast it. Um, I don't know if it's just a kind of, I can cast it and cover the language they're speaking or, or what the... Well, like I said, it was, it was at Laka which is kind of a, from, from Sitlali and Maria, when they were speaking, it almost sounded like they were speaking Nahuatl, which is kind of a local dialect, but... So it's, a, that, it's like a regional version of a, of a language. Or, or almost like a more primitive version of it. So you know, uh, okay. the word and sentence structure sounded like that, but maybe not as, I guess maybe a difference between, you know, old English versus English now, you know, that kind of I'm difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I will do because um, obviously I'm, I'm not able to communicate with them uh, and the others haven't effectively. So I'm going to cast Word of God and uh, and be able to communicate with them in his own language. Okay. At which point I'll introduce uh, myself uh, using my full name, Sebastian, um, and explain that we're here. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, a slight deception here and say on a pilgrimage to the temple. Um, and that we're from either the south or north or wherever it is our, our people are from, um, and pitch it to them that way rather than coming out and saying, we're here to leave the temple. <laughs> okay, so you're saying that you're here the for... The we're going to pilgrimage to the temple, yes. So he kind of... Do you need he, me to make a, a kind of check for a deception? I haven't even looked for that yet. Charisma, perhaps? If you want to... So the spell, you don't have to do anything, right? That's just... I believe, uh, in fact, no, I don't know. It's just done. It's okay, just so that's a fact. So do a... Okay, so you want to do... So I guess... I've, I've been deceptive. What are some of the socials? You can do charisma or... I think that's it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's another social. Discipline, perhaps, maintain a lie, but it seems a bit of a stretch. So if we do, okay, so charisma, I guess if you're saying you wanted to do a pilgrimage, I, if we wanted to stretch it, we could do knowledge. So do you have anything? In, because, I mean, if you're saying you're, if you have some knowledge and you have some levels in it, you can kind of mm-hmm. play off some, some of the history and some of the, some of the legend that you knew previously, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so I guess either charisma or knowledge, whatever is kind of higher for you. Okay, I'm going to take knowledge, I think, of the two. And let me check. So I can burn anything on this, and I get a perk if it corresponds. Is that right? So I, if I, if it was corresponding to... In fact, it doesn't matter, because I know what I'm going to do. Right, I'm going to burn a six out of my hand, and I add that to my three for a total of nine. Okay, give me one second here. So I'll do my check on my side. 
So, Daniel, yeah. I, I think for a check, it comes off the deck, not out of your hand. Yeah. I'm I assuming think... this is contested because it's against... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're I right. You're wrong. Yeah. So, uh... I'm, I'm thinking check and not... Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I think I said check, so that probably... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what did you get? I'm sorry. I got a total of nine. Okay. He looks at you and kind of says pilgrimage, you know, with the kind of smirk. Mm -hmm. uh, just from a from a mechanic standpoint, he got a nine also. <laughs> so, oh, a, lot of, a lot of this stuff, you know, you probably wouldn't do, but you know, since like John said, we're testing this out, so we'll, you know, maybe just explain some more of the mechanics and stuff so we know what we're doing. So he got a nine also. So I guess from from this standpoint, you know, like I said, he gives you a smirk when he says pilgrimage, but it doesn't look like he's super offended, maybe. So, you know, mm -hmm. he knows, he kind of knows that there's not that much information or, you know, this isn't, you know, the a pilgrim trail for anything. So he knows it doesn't get a lot of traffic That's here, true. but he's not also taking it as, you know, he's offended or, you know, he's... You know, he, he, he he's not angry or you know the the warriors around him you know the guards are kind of just standing there they're not tensing up or anything they're kind of just you know they're kind of just watching you so he looks at you and he says we are the caretakers of the temple we live in the shadow of the temple so your pilgrimage maybe a pilgrimage for the mind but I'm assuming it's not, or he says, I'm, I'm thinking it, that's not necessarily what your pilgrimage is totally about. Um, we are interested in seeing the temple. Is that possible for us to do? Um, your, your, I sort of gesture towards the, the, uh, the group of people who led us this way. Um, your warriors uh, directed us down here. Have you need of aid or assistance? Myself and the village don't necessarily need aid or support, but inside of the temple, they may have use for you. So he says that he doesn't say it menacingly or, you know, there's not like the evil guy smirk when he says that. Okay. I'll, I'll relate this back to the other two at this point and then kind of expressed my slight, back in our own tongue though, um, rather than tongue up and speaking, um, my slight bewilderment um, as to why we've been waylaid. But I, I keep this amongst our group, the three of us, and I'll, I'll get your thoughts from the two. Uh, I get, you know, Silali, I guess, was following along well enough because of the earlier checks. Like, <laughs> kind of got the, you know, he, so when, when the, when the, uh, the elder, you know, smirks at you. He kind of like puts his hand up to his up to his <laughs> mouth and like you know, grins. And um, he's like, uh, uh, "They, they, they have kept kept to the old ways. They, they are they are survive in the jungle. Um, yeah, they, they, they are are, are the guardians. They, they, they watch. They watch the temple. Yes, yes, they do at the village. And they said there's others inside the temple. Uh." I believe this could be our excuse to slip in. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, others, others of their own, or, or others, others. Someone else beat us here. Someone, someone else is here. No, we were well ahead of the others. I'm sure. If we're hasty, we should slip in quickly. Yes, 
He looks at he looks at Maria. I I just she just basically is just like um she has this like look on her face like she's like super excited by about what's going on inside the temple, but she's trying not to hide it. She's doing doing a worse job of it than usual, but she goes, oh, I think we might be able to I mean, I think I think you're right, Saba. I think I think uh uh, being hasty is a good thing in this in this uh, instance, so I think we should go. In which case, that's not where I welcome. I think we. I certainly start edging towards the uh, the edge of the village, back to where we've come from. Sitwali so steps forward to where the uh, the the elder is, and he reaches into like a little pouch that he's got on his on his belt, and he takes another step and he holds out a a coca leaf. Okay, so the um. The the elderly the elderly he smiles at you. He takes the coca leaf and he holds it and slides it into kind of a pocket on his. You know, he just has like a white, plain white robe. So he he bows his head. He says thank you. Um, so you can understand him a bit too because you guys were talking to the other guard. So he says thank you for the offering. Uh, for that, I will give you some more information on the temple if that is what you are searching for. Oh, and he like claps his hands together. <laughs> okay. So he says, we inherited this land, the people here. We inherited the temple. These are the tasks that have been put ahead of us. Our covenant is to watch the temple, to kill the unworthy, but wait for the worthy. If you are worthy, the Kawada will be born for you. It will uncoil for you. And then he kind of waves his arm kind of towards the, um, towards the temple and says, time cycles, time circles, time turns. This is the key to the temple. And all the other kind of guards around him kind of just like bow their head kind of solemnly. So... I can say that again. So he says, time cycles, time circles, time turns. This is the key to the temple. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so when the other guards, so he's kind of like all up. And then, you know, when the other guards bow their heads, he like looks to you guys. And then he kind of like sort of bows, but he's still kind of like antsy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The key, the key, the key, the key to the riddle, the riddle, the mystery in the temple. Yes, yes. We we are the ones who are worthy. And then the, the, the holy man hears you say that, and he says that is to be seen. But if you are worthy, then that will be discovered in due course. Does he have anything like, is he just in a plain robe? He doesn't have anything... You said he didn't have any sort of ornamentation on him or anything? No, he doesn't have any kind of headdress or any kind of jewelry or anything like that. So, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, he's just, he, in the role, I, he, he does have the, the tattoos, you know, the, the, the guards have all kinds of piercings and all these swirling tattoos. So he doesn't have any piercings, but he has the same kind of tattoos, but there seems to be a lot more of them, like a bigger concentration of the tattoos all over his body. But other than that, there's yeah, he doesn't have a weapon, he doesn't have any jewelry or anything like that. 
Okay. And I would assume that Sitlali probably is tattooed as well. Like, I think it would just be like a cultural thing. Like, their iconography would probably be different, but I don't think that tattoos would be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. It just like you said, almost like the language. It almost looks like a more rudimentary, you know, like a more primitive kind of markings that you have. Not that, you know, not that he's a million years old, but he, you know, the, the kind of feel of all the people around you, the language and, you know, the, the village itself, you know, it just feels like it's from a different time. It's from a, you know, an earlier time. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so just real quickly. So, so the, he told you the key. He also said, um, if you are worthy, the Coatl will be born for you. So obviously Coatl as an aside, you know, out of game, that is the kind of description of dragons for the natives. I'm, trying to see if I can find the actual full title of what dragons are called. But for, you know, shorthand, Kawato is, the Kawati Temple is the dragon temple for all intents and purposes. And from the legends and the rumors, you know, that you guys are going on, you know, the, the jewel, the treasure is supposed to be, you know, a giant jewel that's shaped like an egg. And, you know, there's always rumors that it's, you know, worth the king's ransom, it's a jewel that looks like a giant egg. And obviously this is the dragon temple. Right. And he does tell you, you know, if you are worthy, the Kawada will be born for you. Okay. So he kind of, you know, like I said, he, he, he motions towards the temple. Um, you know, he, he, you haven't been here that long. It's not like, you know, it's, yeah, I'm assuming you guys kind of set out maybe in the morning. So it's still, you know, late morning. Uh, the the holy man, you know, gestures towards the temple and says, you're more than welcome to stay and refresh yourselves and rest, or you can go straight to the temple. It is, it is your decision. I mean, this, this larger group we've departed from, are we trying to get there ahead of them? That was kind of the way I've taken it, or are we still yeah, so so what happened was you were all part of this group and then your, I guess, mentor would be, I guess. A sh so the, the person that you guys, there was a, maybe a faction inside of the larger group and mm -hmm. the person you were following, she was a native and she, there wasn't dissension in the ranks, but she had some information more that she wasn't completely sharing with the rest of the mercenary group that she, you guys were kind of a trusted core in, in that larger group. And so you guys all stuck together. So she had some more information that she hadn't shared with the rest of them. So I think from her standpoint, it was, Hey, we have a step on the rest of them. Yeah. We, we have a bit more information. We have a better, better location on to find it. So she knew from her own history of her tribe, a better kind of description of where to find this village in this temple. So, you know, her thought was, Hey, if we go, and get there first, you know, possession is nine tenths of the law kind of thing. So it wasn't a complete falling out or there wasn't a, a big, you know, a big fight. It was just, she went, Hey, if we can get ahead of them and, you know, get a, get our hands on it first, then either it's ours and we can bargain with it or yeah. we can get it and, you know, we can take it and go run and it's ours or, you know, we can, take it back to the bigger group and use it as a bargaining chip to get more power into the mercenary group, that kind of thing. So it was just, Hey, we've got a bit more information. 
let's see if we can beat them there and get it first kind of thing. In which case, I think we should definitely press our advantage. I think we should head for the temple. Yes, while we're still ahead. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay, so um, you guys are going to head towards the temple. The, you know, the holy man kind of bows um, and you know, waves his arm again up towards the path to the temple uh, and kind of gives you a, a solemn look and says, good luck with your endeavors. If you succeed, then the burden that's been put on us in the village here will be, command, or be, will be finished and we'll be able to go on with our lives. So Ollie kind of stops for a minute and sort of scratches his head. He's thinking, you know, you live in the, like, you live in the jungle. So, like, what's the difference? You, you know, you do your thing. And then, like, a dog kind of runs off in one direction. And he's like, ooh. And he kind of, like, starts to go after the dog, see what the dog's doing. And then, you know, then he's like, oh. He gets, you know, you guys are, like, now 10 or 12 feet away. He's like, oh, shit. And he's, you know, starts running to catch back up to you guys. So I guess you know, I you did get a bunch of information from him, you know, obviously so you all three of you now can can speak with him. So Daniel, you did did your spell set it last for the whole scene or just that Yeah, the scene, however long the scene lasts. Okay. So we you know, we can just play it out that it, it's still going on. So, you know, you've got a bit of information about the temple and you know, he gave you gave you the I guess almost like an oath, if, you know, if you're worthy, the dragon will be born for you and the key, you know, time cycles, time circles. So is there anything else you want to ask him? Wait, I would, him the village, the temple? I mean, he did give you, you know, some information. probably stay pretty much on mission um, with time being of the, the essence, but I probably would ask him a little bit more about the trial we're facing um, and, and try and eke some more information out of him about that while we've got the opportunity to pick his brain. Okay, so you're asking him, you know, the getting to the temple, what's involved in there. Um, so he says, I'm not really the leader of the Atlaka. The leader is Ha. Well, I told you, John, I'm going to have to try to pronounce this. <laughs> ha you. So I'm not the leader. The leader is Ha you in the temple. Ha you guards the Kawadal. He tests the warriors. He decides if you live or if you die. Thank you. May God bless you. Um, that's the only thing I think I've got for my character. Okay, yeah, you, I don't think I've got it. No. Okay. Yeah, no, I, 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 I feel like he's more apt to talk to these other two more truthfully and I don't know. I just, just because of her character, I don't feel like she's going to try to pry for any information out. And, and I don't know, because, because her attitude is, I think a little more intense than these other two. I think she's not going to bother with it. Okay. And you're Maria is a Spaniard, right? Yes. Okay. So, you know, obviously she was talking to Seb, I guess, you know, he's a holy man and you know this guy was a holy man so he's speaking to seb sit he's a native you know you you get, you're getting the vibe from him that you know he's not there wouldn't be any kind of friction or anything because you're a spaniard it's 
he just said, if, you know, if you're worthy, you are worthy. And, you know, our task will be taken away from us. So there isn't any of that kind of racial kind of, you know, native versus Spaniard kind of thing. So I don't think there's anything, you know, there, you don't feel anything there other than the fact maybe that they was already talking to him because he was a holy man and sit lollies a native, you know, so there's, you don't, you get, you don't get any kind of vibe from that other than, Hey, they talked to him first. So I'll let them kind of get it. There's not any kind of, you know, slight your feeling because you're either a woman or because you're a native or because you're a Spaniard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't feel it. I actually don't feel it on, on his end. I think because, because her character is an elitist and even though oh, she you. is more Catholic and has, okay. has a faith or whatever, I think she's just more like, I'd, I'd just rather not talk to him. That kind of okay. thing. Like okay. I, you know, just let, let the other two get the information out. And then I'll just kind of process it as best as I can. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And for the, you know, all the guards, the other villagers there, you know, they're very nonchalant. They're, you know, being very respectful of you. They're not, you know, like I said, they're not gripping their spears or expecting any trouble. So the fact that, you know, some of you are not native, you know, it doesn't seem to bother them. I think, like I said, the holy man just says, if you're worthy, you're worthy. So that's kind of, the, the vibe that everybody's giving off to you. Cool. I'm, I right. guess we head over. Yeah. Okay. Head in that direction. Okay. Yeah. Start setting up. Yep. So you're going to go head back, you know, back up kind of the way you came, you know, cause the village is kind of in the middle. Actually, no, we'll do this. So the, the village is kind of in the middle and then there was the two paths around the village if you're trying to go. But if you walk through the village, there's kind of a straighter path maybe behind a village to to get to the temple so you're going to go that way because that's the shortest obviously you know the, the, the direct path to the village um to the temple so unless you guys see a reason to go back to one of the side paths you know the there is a straight shot through the village to the temple and it's like a a bigger thoroughfare that kind of leads up to the temple itself yeah i'd, I'd see we just go that way yeah 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 okay um, as we're as we're walking, I actually turn to to both the gentlemen, and I'm like, "Gentlemen, isn't it weird that we visit this village that is out here that guards this temple, basically, and we come here and we're not part, we're not really a part of this land, and this is kind of, I mean, it's out of the way, and yet they don't feel threatened, they don't feel like." And you know, intense either you know, love hate. It's very, very calm, very centered. Doesn't that disturb you just a little bit? Hi, Sorry, go. That was uh, they're they're at one with the jungle. You 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 are not from here. I I am from from this from this land. Not not from here, but from here. You know, and 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 they they control. Everything here, they, we are but three, and and they have a village. They they have the upper hand. They are in control. They they don't need to be scared of us. I also kind of gesture back towards the village, kind of coming from the background of a, a holy man involved with all these arcane practices of my own. And I just kind of solemnly say, they're bound by their traditions. They do this because they must. Yes, tradition, traditions are important. <laughs> that's all. That's all well and good, but I, I just, I just, it's 
weird to say this, but we have to be careful. Otherwise, this is going to be more than we can handle for just us three. Agreed. Of course, we, we are to be judged. Judged worthy. Yes, yes, judged. Is it not better that we have a trial in the temple than in both the village and the temple? I consider this a blessing. So it just to... kind of like skips around. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. I'm having a tough time trying to process what my character would be doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you guys are all just like, la, 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 la. And she's just like, oh, what is going to happen? Uh, so if if you're is it is it the feeling that you're being kind of set up? Or? I, I think I think she no I think she has the I think she has the feeling that that these these guys the her companions are just so very gung ho to just go in and be like oh we're worthy you know and. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Maria has a hard time thinking, you know, to she's doubting herself, even though she thinks highly of herself. She has this moment of doubt, like, I, you know, I, I don't know if I could just go. She doesn't want to say this to her companions because she doesn't she wouldn't hmm. do that. But in her mind, basically, she's just like, I don't know if I could just go into a temple and say, here I am. I'm worthy. You know, let's do this, you know. So. So be, before you were leaving, so I guess. To, to, to play into kind of what your feeling is. So why I was saying, or you feel like you're being set up. So the holy man and the guards don't have that cast to them that they're like, wow, there's fresh meat for the grinder kind of thing. You know, they're not, it's not like they're, you know, sending you up just to get you to churn through there. You know, there was kind of hope in, you know, the looks they were giving you, you know, the holy man told you if you can accomplish this task then our work is done. So they're, if you can take some solace in the fact that they all gave you the look like they were confident in you and hoping for you, you know, so that, that was kind of the feel you got from, from the discussions and the way the people, you know, all the villagers were looking at you. So there, there's that little bit of hope that hopefully this troop are the ones that will be able to do this. So, you know, you get that bit of a feeling inside of you that, okay, I'm a bit hesitant, you know, that we're a bit gung ho, but, you know, the, the guardians of the village and the, you know, the outer temple kind of thing. You know, they weren't the guardians of the temple itself, but the, the area, they seemed to be very happy you were there and, you know, w- wishing you, wishing you luck, not necessarily saying it, but just in their, you know, their, their demeanor and, you know, the looks they were giving you. Gotcha. So that, that'll give her little reassurance, but not enough. <laughs> she'll still, she'll still be like, you know, still be doubting, even though again, everyone else is so relaxed. Just because, you know, she knows of the time and what's going on. Because she's a noble, she probably knows what's going, going around, around. You know what the bigger setting has for it. So she's probably a little more hesitant. Yeah, so a noble woman's not really going to get too g'd up because a bunch of native villages are giving her smiles and stuff. It is that that class. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> she's had that before, and it's gone the wrong way. So. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, so you guys are heading. You know, you head out to the towards the village. You know, there's kind of a a bigger kind of promenade up at the end of the village, up towards the temple. So after you've after a few minutes of walking, you notice that it feels like it's kind of sloping upward. So the village, 
the path from the village up to the temple is kind of sloping upwards. But it's not really the terrain, so it's not like a ramp kind of, you know, it's not like the earth is, is going upwards. So when you look around, you know, there's a bunch of roots and undergrowth cover. Looks like it's actually covered over stone, so it feels like you're almost walking up a large stairway that's kind of overgrown, you know, lots of vegetation over the years, centuries has grown over top of it. So you're actually not wa walking on a dark path. It feels like you're actually walking on a carved pathway up to the temple itself. So as you climb up, you're at the end. So you're, you climb up this, you're, this incline, you reach a great pyramidal structure with carved spirits and monsters on every side and a half dozen half eroded columns marking the way to the main entrance. So you see the big pyramid in front of you and there's kind of on either side of the path, there's, you know, some columns that kind of lead up to, you know, the, the what you're assuming is the main entrance because everything's kind of flowing this way and it's, it's really quiet. So it's a really eerie silence. You know, you're in a jungle, you would expect to hear lots of, you know, just lots of noise and chirping and birds and animals around you. It's just, very very quiet when you get close up to uh you know to the to the entrance to the pyramid hmm. i don't know if i would notice that <laughs> no you would not you can't <laughs> over your own breathing so i don't think that's gonna happen but I, I think when they get there he would like immediately be drawn to the carvings and he would just like start running his hand over it, like trying to trace out the shapes. And he would just kind of get lost in like, what is the, like, what is, what is this? What is the story? What's happening? So I don't know if, uh, if I could maybe make a knowledge check. Okay. You can make a knowledge perception or rights check. Any one of those. So all three of you can make that. All right, so I, I'm assuming this is a misprint on the on the uh, pre-gen. I have knowledge at three, but none of the little card slots are filled in. So okay. are we assuming that's a three? So that would be. So the the, the I think that's one. From what I can see, it, it has it has a three in the in the level for the skill, but then nothing's. Yeah, so if you don't have because from what I'm looking at in my sheet, it's got if most of the threes I have are one card, and then if you go up to a four, four to six, it's two cards. Okay, so maybe that is just a miss on there. Okay, so if you if you have yep. if you have a number with no card, you can play that, but I think it's a minus three, so it would be whatever that number is minus three, and then the card number you pull. Okay, um, I would do perception then. Okay, so this, <laughs> these are cards from um, these are cards from the deck, not from not the deck. From your hand. Yeah, correct. So all, yeah. all three of you can make that. So knowledge, perception, or rights. So I got a a nine, and exploration is my affinity, and my yes. six is a club. Okay. So I think that means I get something extra. No, I think that's only you, if you're playing it from your hand. So if you're oh, okay, yeah, from your hand, hand, you get yeah. to draw yeah. an extra card. Yep. Yep, so yep. You got you got nine. I got nine. Yep. Okay. What about seven? Yep, I got a seven in perception. Okay. And I got a ten on rights. Specific looking for religious simple symbols. Okay. So for Maria, what Maria notices is, you know, at the front of the pyramid, there's like a stone 
it says stone chapel, but I think in chapel for like churches and stuff, that's just a, a part that kind of comes off of the building in the shape of a huge dragon head. Um, but there doesn't appear to be any kind of opening or door, but you do see uh, almost like a, a disc about as, as high as a man kind of underneath where the dragon is. So that's what Maria sees sees there um lolly notices that you know just the architecture and things of this it looks like it's olmec kind of architecture so olmecs are out of game i think olmecs aren't they the big head statues in yeah that's like the real wide yeah exactly so yeah, yeah the, the, the the so the, the the architecture looks olmec so that's kind of like a precursor almost civilization to any of the native civilizations there now. So your people, when any of the people that you would know, this architecture looks Olmec. So, you know, it's quite old and it's a bit mysterious because no one really has any information on the Olmecs other than, you know, some of their architecture and the giant stone heads around. So that's what you notice that obviously this temple is quite old and a bit mysterious. Um, so Seb, what does Seb notice? So Seb notices, you know, Maria points out this this giant disc, you know, this very tall disc. It's about a height of a man, and the disc consists of four concentric circles. So, you know, there's a, almost like a bullseye. So there's a smaller one. So there's four rings, and each of the each of the rings are notched. So the inner circle, the smallest one, has four notches and it's marked with the four cardinal directions. So it's it's not north, south, east, east and west. It's kind of a native description, but you notice that it means, you know, north, south, east, east and west on the inner circle. Mm-hmm. Second circle has 13 notches, and those are marked with the 13 calendar signs, so almost like a zodiac. So in the Mesoamerican, there's, you know, 13 kind of, it's not zodiac, but it's the equivalent of the the calendar signs for the thirteen. Mm-hmm. The third circle has twenty notches, which is marked with the twenty days of a lunar count, so almost like a lunar month. So that's the third circle has twenty lunar days, and then and I'll run through this again. And then the outer circle has fifty-two notches. And those with your, so I think I, I didn't, I, the check was an eight. So you got a 10, yeah, you got a 10, John got a nine, and then Maria got a seven. So the, the outer circle is 52 notches, and those are marked with 52 ancient kings and saints, Olmec kind of history. So that's, there's really not that much information that's ever been passed down from the Olmec civilization but just from, you know, bits and pieces of knowledge you guys all have picked up, um, you know, from just exploring and talking to natives, those are the 52 ancient kings and saints of, you know, the Olmec civilization. So there's so four circles, inner circle, four directions. So there's four notches for directions. The second circle is 13 notches for calendar signs. The third circle is 20 notches for the days. And the outside is the biggest circle is 52 notches for the saints and kings of the Olmec civilization. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And next to that, so that's underneath, you know, there's a big dragon carved. That that circle is underneath that, almost like a portal. So there's no door. That's kind of blocking it. And then off to the wall to the side, there's another smaller disc, almost like hand-sized disc set in the wall. And, it, and that has 52 notches. Okay. You, you so guys I'm, are on your own. He's he's lost in carvings. <laughs> <laughs> so I, just from, from a check standpoint, so John, so Sitlali and Seb succeeded. Um, so Kurt, uh, Maria just kind of gets a feel for, you know, she discovered where this was and, you know, the, the, all the, the four dials and then the small hand dial on the side and then some of the kind of some of the meanings of that. So with, the two, even though Sit Lolly's kind of flighting around and stuff, I guess we'll give it to, you know, all of a sudden you blurt something out, you know, because you just recognize it because you, you made the check. Um, and then obviously Seb made the check also. Um, while studying those, I'm just trying to think of the best way to break this down. Like, like maybe uh, Sebastian's kind of like, talking it out with Maria, like, oh, you know, there's concentric circles, blah, blah, blah. And like, he's just nearby and he's like, oh yes, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, just, you know, ejaculate something and then like wanders away again. And he's like feeling the walls and stuff. Hmm. Okay. I'm just trying to see how we can play this. Uh, since you made the, um, made the check. Okay. So, for the check, so on the smaller hand dial, there's some, you know, it looks like some carving around it. So the, the dial set in the wall next to the bigger circles, the little hand dial, mm -hmm. and around it is kind of carved in, um, you know, around it, almost like instructions kind of thing. So it's a bit cryptic, but what it says is the numbers are the key. Find the commonality between the numbers and then underneath that it says search high and search low well no it's not search that's the wrong word because you guys are going to be searching so it says you know find the commonality of the numbers i guess it would just be high and low mm -hmm. anyone would say search high and search low because i don't want you guys to go <laughs> searching around so we've got two numeric dials there then with the one corresponding to the days and the months what what are they currently set to they're not they're just all kind of so there's, there's no indication or anything yeah, so yeah, just, well, yeah so there's there's the four for the directions there's the 13 for the days i'm sorry the calendar signs 20 for the days and then 52 for the king so it's just yeah they're not set anyway they're just um i'm with you yeah, so they're just, you know, they're just all kind of, it's almost like a bunch of padlocks just spun around. But, you know, the key is, you know, the number of each of the markings on there. So the, you know, the the the, the markings around the small handout just says, you know, numbers are the key, find the commonality. And then it just says high, high or low. Could be high, could be low. I guess as you fiddle with it more, Sit Lolly would be curious enough to come over and, like, you know, stick his nose at what's going on. And I, I think he would just start randomly spinning the dials. To be quite honest, he's like, "Oh, 
look at this. And it, like, you know, we are, we are, and he like looks up in the sky to try to pinpoint the sun. He's like, oh, we are north and like spins the center dial to like. Well, so the, the, when, when Sitlali tries to do that, the, the actual dials, the four that are the portal don't move. So they're, you know, they're stone, but you know, you can't shift them around with your hands. But okay. if, if you want Sitlali to be moving them, you know, if you look at the hand dial and if you crank the hand dial a little bit, you can see some of the other, you know, you can see each of the four kind of moving. Obviously the, the, the one in the, the one in the middle moves more, you know, cause it's smaller, but if you crank the hand dial, you can see them spinning around. No, he would, he would be like pounding on the, on the things like they don't move. They're not moving. They don't, they don't move. <laughs> He's, he's like squatting down like in the middle of the circle and he just kind of like looks up at the two of you and hopefully one of you does the hand dial. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come over. So the hand dial, when you manipulate it, all four, or all three rather, of the outer rings do move just different paces. So all four. So there are four bigger rings, the four, mm-hmm. 13, 20, and 52. When you turn the hand dial, they all kind of move so if you spin the hand dial one notch all the other four circles you know smooth by one notch he's like ah and he like jumps off the thing <laughs> and he looks up at you and he looks down at the at the rings some merry ground okay that's tough some maths uh, does does the um uh, Maria looks at Saba and says, uh, have you tried the opposite way to see if that works? Um, I, I'll try that now. And I start hefting it back the other way. So it just clicks back, you know, either way you turn it, it just clicks, you know, the other wheel spin just either, you know, forward or backward. Okay. I just wanted to make sure just to see if it, if there was any inconsistency with one way or another. Saba, what do you make of this? I think this is the first phase of our trial. So, um, so our priest said time cycles, time circles, time turns, correct? Mm-hmm. So and what does that all mean? of those things. Um, but I think it's got to be related to this more. And I kind of gesture then down to the plaque in case your character hasn't seen it. Um mm-hmm. But it's piecing together what that means. These dials here do correspond, and I gesture to the outer three, two numerical values. But how that fits into this? And what's the what's? And I don't think she, I don't think she understands what's in the middle. So she's like, "What's what's this middle then? What does that stand for?" Uh, is that the the compass directions almost? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, these would be uh, similar to, uh, I suppose, um, if we were with an expedition, either one of us would be carrying a compass or have seen one. So I kind of relay that back to you. Um, okay. That that's my suspicion. Okay. So we have to find out a specific date with a specific uh, direction. I just, I'm so lost. It seems strange. If um, my character's kind of sort of half thinking out loud, and he, I'm wondering if there's a trap here, because it all seems too easy. 
It's a cyclical wheel that spins. We could just rotate it until we find the combination. So there must be something here that we don't want to land on. I don't think, like our gesture to the wheel thing, uh, particularly to sit lally, don't play with this. Leave this for a moment. <laughs> and I take a step away from it while we try and figure out what we should be doing with it. He he starts to like stealthily move <laughs> to <that> direction. <laughs> I thought you might. Like very subtly, like he'll take a step and like very obviously look at you and then take like another step and like look at you. <laughs> I may have to shoot you away in a moment. <laughs> so if you said okay, so Seb, did you say you wanted to make some kind of check? Is that what you said you wanted to do? I think I'm going to have to because it's not occurring to me as a player. Okay, um, so sit Lolly, I guess you said you're going to kind of stand back a bit. So Maria and Seb, do you want to make a – I'm trying to think. We did knowledge, perception, and rights. I'm just trying to think work. A rights or knowledge check? Is that for all of us to say or the other two? Well, I mean, I think sit Lolly – then you kind of scamper away, <laughs> scamper away. He's, he's there, but he's, he's distracted because it is yeah. one of his traits is curious. So he's, you know, trying to do all the things. Yeah. She, she wants to, even though she's been sitting back, she really, Maria really wants to solve this. Okay. So I'm just trying to think, yeah, knowledge, perception or rights again, if you want to do that. So I, I guess as they're doing that, so Lolly doesn't actually spin the dial, but he mm -hmm. like, pokes it and looks at them like pokes it again and then like traces his fingers around it um could i make a knowledge check yeah you I mean, can, I guess you can kind of be well, turning it over in his head well if you you know if you guys yeah you know, i i thought you were back further away from everything but yeah if, if you're still looking at it then yeah all three of you can make that make that check i thought okay. you were you know back further away from it Nope. So because it has no cards colored in, I get just one card, and then that's going to be at a minus three? Correct. Okay, so I have a three, so it's just whatever's on the card. Yeah. A two of clubs. Okay. So you've got a two, and then Maria and Seb? I have a six in perception. Okay. I'm going to go rights again, and I got a two, which I'll dismiss, and I'll take the five, so I've got a ten. Okay. okay. So for you know discussing the mechanics and the gameplay i pulled a one so <laughs> <laughs> so you know sit lolly looks at the dial and just says you know we just have to turn this to make sure all the other ones line up um, maria kind of looks at it and says you know the numbers you know there's there's four there's four sections to tell tell us the directions, the days, and the months, and then the other one's just you know a bunch of kings. So, from a time standpoint, we have the days and the months is showing. Um, so you kind of think maybe you know weeks or years. Maybe that's a missing you know thing for that. And you said said you got a ten, right? Yeah. Okay. So. I'm going to say, you know, you, you, you tell the rest of the team, you know, just from, you know, your study, you know, that the, the Aztec calendar or the ritual calendar has 260 days. Mm -hmm. 
So from, you know, since it was a really low check and you guys nailed it, um, the key is 260. That's the days in, in the year. So what you need to do is turn the dial 260 and then all of the notches will add up because that is the highest common number for 52, 20, 13, and 4. Okay. I was gonna say because you guys nailed that. That. Well, I didn't nail it. I only got it by one. So <laughs> technically, I should have had some well, kind of negative effect, right? For a check. Is it? I meant you know the, the, I pulled a one on the check, so that's kind of why I was saying that. Let me check and see if there is a. Um. Yeah, for under levels of success, a, a pyrrhic success, when successful up to one point higher than its confronting action, the action has its regular effect as determined by the gear used or the GM with negative consequences. Okay. I think that doesn't apply. I don't think that's for check. I think that's for confrontations. Yeah, it says right at the beginning, a contested confrontation action. So I assume it doesn't apply here. Okay. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's not on checks, yeah. It's for oh, okay, for, yeah, okay, because it's right after checks in the book, so I just yeah. assume, that, yeah, okay, I was hoping for something good. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, I uh, I, I kind of uh, nod to myself and, and step up to the wheel and start cranking it to where I think it's supposed to go, holding my breath, okay? So you turn it. The, you know the, the magic number is 260 so once mm -hmm. you turn that you notice that all of the middle dials line up so they're right. all you know there's no up or down but it just looks like the way the dials are now it kind of looks like it's the way it should be so it, mm -hmm. it, it it's a bit it's a bit more understanding now that they're all lined up so yeah. you definitely did that the right way so mm -hmm. They were all lined up, and then you kind of hear a click. So the the hand dial stops and won't let you turn anymore because all the you know the four the the four the discs all have lined up, and you kind of hear a click once that's done, and you can't turn the the hand dial anymore. In which case, let's step away from it. Is anything moving around us now that it's sort of clicked? Is there like the portal itself receding or anything? No. Huh. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he like he jumps back, he like claps his hands. <laughs> you you are the most worthy. Okay. Um I'm gonna try and approach the the thing itself that's just locked into place. Okay. Um and sort of study the surface of it and see if there's anything that can now be maneuvered or or um affected physically on it i think from if you're looking at it you know you heard the click and mm -hmm. it almost looks like it all four of them kind of shifted back a little bit so they all clicked into place and it looks like they're not completely flush anymore okay can i um try can i try and push on the surface of it like apply pressure to it and see if it will yes you can like a door Mm -hmm. uh, I do that. I don't know if you want to check on it or not, but I'll give it a give it a shot and see what happens. Okay. So you push on it, and it 
kind of it's not slides in but it swings in so you know on the left hand side all the stones swing in and kind of leaves well not kind of they swing in and now you see a portal kind of towards a dark hallway mm -hmm. so the door opens and off to the right so the dial the hand dial was off to the right off to the right all of a sudden you see a shadow manifest right next to the hand dial so i'm gonna need everybody's initiative <laughs> <laughs> so lolly just like jumps back like ah and, like swings his hand at it <laughs> my initiative is three okay i think it's high to low right so the higher the better yes okay three for sit lolly and I think that's a static thing, right? Like, if you wanted to jump, you could flip a card and add it. Otherwise, it's just a static, whatever your initiative is. Initiative, yeah. Uh, where is the initiative printer on the chart sheet? I can't see it. It's the uh, it's, second on the left-hand side, right? Yeah, the big it's top circle square, on the left right? is one. It's the little square, yeah. I uh, little square. I've also got yeah. one, then. Ooh. Okay. So Ooh. Has a one. I have three, also. Okay, we have a three. So, yeah, so what you know, what you see is just kind of this black, shadowy form, really long arms. You know, you can't really see, you know, it has like a shape in the head, but you can't really see a face or anything. It just looks like, you know, a big black, a big black shadow. So, what happens when there is. PCs go before NPCs if there's a tie. Yeah, so what happens if the PCs are the same? Uh, up to the group, I guess. I don't think it matters. Okay, so it's up to Sitlali or Maria. Okay, go ahead I'm go. guessing Sitlali will be scared to death, and so Maria's gonna Maria's gonna pull out her sword and go for it, go right at it, because you know she's, <laughs> you know, this is just this black monster thing just starts coming at us. She's gonna go at it. Okay, so this will be the first. The first confrontation. So, are you going to do? Is it melee or ranged sword? You said so melee. Yeah, I would do melee for sure. Okay, so what did we say? So we, I pull a card, yep, and, then, and then I can use a card out of my hand. Yeah. So yeah. And if so it matches, is, yeah. If it matches, like since we're doing conflict, if I pull a spade, I can draw a card and to yeah, replenish to it, my seven cards. Yeah, put it back into your hand. Yeah. So do you have? Yep. Do you have any levels on melee? I I have two levels. Okay. So what you would do is yeah. you would play two cards, and then add your melee attack to that. Okay. I will. So when you do the two cards, does that both of those go towards that conflict, or you, do you pick the highest one like we're doing for checks and stuff? I forget. No, I think this is this is the, you you add both of them together and the okay. number. Is that cool, John? Does that sound right for the? Yeah, I think you add them together. Yeah. So I think the higher the higher ones just for checks when you pull them off the deck. Okay, sounds good. Um, well, do I burn my good cards now or do I wait? <laughs> <laughs> If you have cards that match your, yeah, if you cards that match your suit or affinity, so what was what was conflict was, it's spades. Yeah, so, so if you have, but spades, it doesn't go back into your hand. You it means you get to draw cards off the top, right? Yeah. So, so 
if and, you have two and that cards, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get good cards to begin with, but I suppose yeah. it's better than just ditching cards and not getting any back. And right. I think, I think the mechanic is if, if you burn all your cards in your hand and don't replenish them, if you don't play to your suit, then you're, you know, you're spent. You're, um, what, what was the word I'm looking for? You have, um, fatigue. So yeah. you know, the more cards you have, your stamina. That, yeah. That was, okay. that was it. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well then I have spades in my hand. Uh, and then with my melee score, that is a 15. Oh, 15. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Because her melee is six. <laughs> so, wow. I'm ready to go. So I, I think the way that it works is when you match the suit and the action, you draw two, you keep yep. one, and then you can either flip the other one to the discard, or if it's a good one, you can put it back on top of the deck so you potentially could draw it again. You know, if you have another spade or whatever. Okay. At least that's what my note says. <laughs> so I'm just trying gotcha. to think. So from an NPC standpoint, this NPC is level two, so I would play two cards. I think. Yeah, I think that's you know that's what they because they don't have the same kind of attributes as you guys, so right. they, they play by the cards they pull. So he was going to dodge, but obviously he failed because he got a seven. So. Help me work through this. So I pull a seven. Maria has a fifteen, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. If you're, if he was going to dodge, I think it has to exceed, yeah. right? Or if you're going to counter attack, then it would have to exceed, exceed, yeah, the other number. If not, then it fails, and then the whoever's action was successful then happens. I think. Okay, and we said the damage is going to be the difference, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the um, you know the shadow notices Maria kind of step up. Uh, Maria swings at him. The sword cuts through him, and he completely dissipates away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the the shadow you know was kind of lunging towards you. Um, you swung. It tried to move. It wasn't able to get out of the way, and your sword passed through it, and he completely, um, he completely dissipates. It completely dissipates. Awesome. So Maria kind of looks like back towards those guys, looks around, just kind of like waiting for it to like reappear. You know, like what was that? <laughs> did I did I kill it? You, you you are a great warrior. He he is chosen, and you are a great warrior. Are you sure? Are you sure he's chosen? He, he's he's very scary. I, no, no, I mean, no. Sebastian. Sebastian's chosen. He he solved the puzzle. I kind of chuckle, wiping away this uh, this this sort of dissipating cloud from my face. Keep your wits about you now. We're into the thick of it. So um, so while he like brings himself up to his full height, kind of stands there, like puffs his chest out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let me ask you this, Kurt. Um, so I looked up the uh, the Aholotl, which it's not – what I found online didn't have the H in it, uh, but it's essentially uh, an aid to throw a spear farther and stronger. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it has a different connotation in the game. So is it assumed that I have at least a spear to use my – a lotl? <laughs> Otherwise, why would I have it? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think it, it's that's like if you have a sling, you're gonna have some bullets. 
Yeah. You know, it's not okay. D&D where you got to, you know, gear up and everything. So. Okay. Cause it, it doesn't technically say spear. And like I said, when I looked online, it was a T L a T L, but that's that. The North, know, spear yeah, thrower. Yeah. yeah. It flings it, makes it go farther. Okay. So you think one is reasonable? I mean, I can't, I can't imagine it's like D and D where he's got like eight javelins that he's <laughs> walking around with. Well, and it, there are some rules for weapons, you know, that get broken and stuff. But I think if we're just doing this, it's yeah. I don't think we're going to do the you know you get half of your arrows back or anything. I think if you have an atlatl and you throw a spear, you just get the spear back unless sure. you do a complete critical fail and you know there's you know that kind of thing. So okay, okay. So the shadow dissipates. Uh, Seb has opened the door, um, the portal. So. You start. Well, I'm assuming you guys are just going to go start walking through the the portal. Mm-hmm. Well, just before we do that, is the corridor before us darkened or lit up? Because I know you said there were people in the temple. Yes, it's, it's like, No, it's dark. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So the the entrance is dark. Ah. Further down, um, you see some small lighted sensor. So, you know, up in the, okay. up in the walls kind of hanging down. Um, so, you know, the entryway is dark, but not as much as you would assume for, you know, an ancient forgotten temple. Um, you notice small lighted sensors cleverly placed behind columns and crevices to give dim light to the interior. So there is, you know, a dim, a dim light. So you know, there, it, it is casting, you know, um, you know, some light so you can see. I think, given what we've just faced, like a shadow creature of some description, and the friendly villagers so far, I'd be inclined to pull a torch and light it. Um, unless either of my compatriots jumps in and stops me. No, Sid wouldn't stop you. But I think, I, I, well, I suppose the other question is, if I have a torch, there's nothing on my character sheet for equipment, would I, would I have such a thing? I would say that, you know, if the... The villagers would have given you each a torch. You know, they they knew you were going up to the temple. Um, mm-hmm. They would have just given you one each because obviously they know that there are some lights mm-hmm. in the temple. Yep. Because you know, you're assuming the villagers are the ones that keep all the you know the lights lit in the temple, lighting the censers, mm-hmm. censers. But they do give you each uh, uh, a torch. In which case, I light mine up and I uh, I step inside and start heading in. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.